It's bonus pod one nine two. You step onto the enormous container ship. You're at Felix Stowe, the main um, cargo port in the UK. Um, Felix Stowe, I think, on the east coast of England. And you step onto the huge cargo ship. You've you 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 got you you somehow got a place on board to do a little study on cargo ships and and get a free ride to Oman. And you walk up the gangway, clink, clonk, clink, clonk, clink, clonk. This is so exciting. There's the whoosh of the sea, whoosh. The camel, 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 of the seagulls. And and you can feel the end of the gangway sort of dipping and rising with the ship. And you get to the end of it, you get onto the ship and clonk, clonk, you set your feet on the ship. And... It's incredible. I mean, the the scale of this thing is hard to imagine. It's the it's the size of a, a skyscraper on its side, covered in thousands of shipping containers filled with who knows what. And you think, wow, what a what a thing! The open sea, the open sea, the um, uh, what an ancient, uh, what an ancient trade this is to be a mariner. To be part of the merchant navy. And you wave up at the bridge. Hello! There they go. We wave at the bridge. because you And you see a shadow figure there looking through the glass of the bridge. On, on the bridge. And you wave up at the bridge. Hello, I'm here. It's I'm here for the, for the ride and for the... I'm going to keep a diary about my experiences on the cargo ship. But before you finish, the, the shadow figure just moves away, away from the window and disappears. And you go, okay, um, right, is there somewhere I should go? Nothing, just the seagulls. And you go, all right, well, I'll, I'll be down here. And, and you walk around the shipping containers, you put your hand on them, you stroke the shipping containers. There's so many. I wonder what what's in here, you think? I wonder what's in here. They say, on the side, they say things like Maersk and... Um, <laughs> Uh, other brands like chi- uh, one's called like chi- China China Cargo or something like that, <laughs> China Ship, um, and uh, oh, etc. And you walk through them. You walk. Wow! You start to get a little carried away You're walking down because the the shipping containers they form these corridors, these aisles between them. You walk. You start running through them. <laughs> you start running through them, <laughs> running your fingers along the grooves on the side of the container. The it's a very pleasurable feeling. <laughs> You're running through. <laughs> and then you stop and you realize, oh dear. You look to your left. You look to your right. It's just rows and rows of shipping containers. These seemingly say endless corridors. Think, oh no! I don't. You don't remember how you got in here. You don't know which way is out. You realize you're now in a maze of shipping containers. You go, um, <laughs> so, excuse me, sorry. I think I've got a bit lost. <laughs> it's like, a bit like a maze in here. <laughs> and you wait, and nothing. Just go, go, go. Um, hello. Can someone help? And you hear a voice go, the seagulls are hungry. <laughs> what? And you turn around, but there's no one there. Go, go, go. 
the seagulls must feed. What? You turn around. No, there's go, go, go. No one there. And you go, that's not, it's not funny. It's my first time on a cargo ship. You should make me, you should, you should make me feel welcome. Go, go, go. They say you look like a delicious big chip and they want to steal you. What the hell? Go, go, you know, you run, you start running. Stop it, you run, run, run. You're running through past the containers. Stop, running, running, you lot, you spin around, you you can't, you have no idea where you are. Please help, 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 I want to get off, I want to get off the ship. And you run, 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 and then wham, you run right into a shipping container. Crap, I got an email. You run right into the door of a shipping container. Wham, like that. it knocks you back onto your, your bum. Or your backside, as they say in the sailing world. And and you go, oh, oh no, I want to go home. I want to go home. Uh, let me off the boat. And then the door of the, uh, the, the container that you just ran into, it opens up. And it's out step two figures. And it's me and Pierre. And I'm wearing an eye patch over one eye. Pierre's wearing... An eye patch over both eyes, like that, <laughs> and and on each of our shoulders is a seagull. So there's four seagulls, there's two seagulls each person on shoulders, and you can see that our shoulders are covered in seagull poo, just come like completely white and bird shit. Like, uh, our shoulders, and I say, "Mmm, looks like a fresh dinner today for the gulls." Lucky day for the gulls. And Pierre says, It's basically gull Christmas. <laughs> and you go, Oh no, please, I don't want to get eaten by gulls. And um and I say <laughs> I say, shut up, it doesn't matter what you what you want. It's gull Christmas. Obviously it's their day. They get to decide what happens. And and then I turn and I, I start whispering to one of the girls. And the, the girl appears to be whispering back into my ear. And I go, hmm. And I whisper up to the other girl. And the girl whispers back in my ear. And you go, what? What is it? And I say, hmm. The girls have decided to let you go. But in order to be free, you must guess the number of shipping containers on this boat. And it has to be exact. <laughs> and Pierre's like, <laughs> and the girls are like, meow, 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 meow. and you go, um, uh, eight thousand three hundred and sixty-four. And I talk to the girls, and the girls like, meow, meow, meow. and I go, ah, lucky guess. Get out of here. <laughs> and the gulls grab you by the shoulders and fly you off. Uh, and they put you back on the dock. And then the ship sets off. And you look up at it. And then you realize you left your phone up there. <laughs> Welcome to Bone Pod. <laughs> that was very good. I, I, It's funny to hear you have to do it after literally flying overnight and then going straight to an audition. <laughs> 
Yeah, my brain's a bit uh, my brain's a bit fried. I, I had I had the setting down. I had a couple of good characters there, but where do you go? You know, where do you go? I I didn't want I didn't want the potbot to get eaten by the gulls. That felt like a bit too predictable. Um, and you know, we open you know under leave us open for a sequel, so the the potbot stays alive. Yeah, that's good. Uh, but I mean, yeah, that's what that was working on maybe three hours sleep. I don't even know. I had like a plain. I had a plain amount of sleep. You know when you have literally no idea how many hours you slept? Because you've also changed times. Yeah, time that's zones. true. You're, like, uh. You're sort of time traveling. Yeah. Um, I realized on the main pod, how did the audition go? We never asked. I never the audition? Asked. Oh, yeah. I think it was all right. I, I can't I can't tell. I, I mean, always happen, what always happens at auditions is... Um, I do it once and they go, oh, yeah, lovely, lovely. Could you do it with a bit more sort of energy? <laughs> and at that point, I'm always like, oh, God, this isn't going to work yeah. out. Is Could it? you be less I'm just... um, sleepy? <laughs> but even when I've had sleep, I'm, they go, can you give it a little more? And, and I'm like, no, I think not really. This is how I, this is how I am. <laughs> I'm a low this energy performer. Me, I'm, I'm a character I'm... actor. The character is tired. Yeah, the character is always tired. Um, but I did my best. The, the tricky thing is most of these auditions now. Well, the, the interesting thing is they're starting to be in person again, which was yeah. wasn't the case for a long time. Yeah, that's true. And they they always have you sat down, which I, I don't I don't know why they do that. It doesn't seem to bring out because it's rare that the characters sat down in the scene, and it just it just odd. makes it hard to kind of emote. So it's strange. That is, I've never heard that actually. It's weird. Mm. Yeah, they always have you sat down. I also liked your, um, I liked your line that was, um, it's it's my first time on a container ship. I thought it was very funny. <laughs> yeah, what is it? You should be welcoming. You should be welcoming to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's my first time on a container ship. So what you were really they like? It when the pod you like it when the pod bud character says something. Re- you like it when the pod bud character says something really pathetic. <laughs> I like it when they say something pathetic, but also I like the idea that in the universe that this story takes place in, there's a long-held, widely known belief about someone's first time <laughs> on a container ship. <laughs> and um, the idea that that appeal would have any chance of a being a working and b even being comprehended. <laughs> it's very funny to me um that's very funny okay well that's good well phil do you, do you have do you have any takes as spicy as the korean noodles you burnt your mouth on yes do i have spicy takes um the the americans seem to be a lot more covid anxious than we are Oh, like, still in New York, on, really? Yeah, I mean, this, I, well, I think it's suddenly it's picking. It's everyone I talk to in New York about it says oh, it's picking up again because it's like they're building up in uh, the cases are starting to pick up and people are starting to wear masks on the subway and stuff again. Oh, really? And, I mean, t- for one gig, they actually checked my vaccine certificate. No, really? Like, Whoa, yeah, yeah. I was oh. like, this is retro. It is retro. Um, and I think my. And like I had a glimpse today at a very annoying tweet from an American being like, "Guys, it's that, that classic. We're still in a pandemic." Tweet. It's like, Ugh. and I, it's just exhausting. And I'm like, I think my spicy 
take is just calm down. <laughs> Chill the fuck out, man. I mean, what more do you want? You can't live like this. We've done pretty much everything we can at this point. But it's it, yeah. it, it does seem to be kind of person. It's particularly a sort of rather irritating two online leftist American who seems to enjoy this um, endless crisis mode you know this endless crisis version of covid it seems to be a particularly american thing because even their equivalents in the uk have now sort of moved on yeah um, yeah but the but the, the yanks are they're still holding on to it and it's a bit strange for a country so centered around the idea of liberty and individual rights and you know and self-fulfillment it, feel, it feels like an odd thing to kind of almost fetishize. I feel like there's a, f- I feel like they fetishize it a little. Yeah. Well, I suppose if someone's saying like we're we're still in a pandemic, guys, they never seem to have a definition of when we won't be though. Yes. And yes, and we're we're. I mean, we're getting to the point where we're in a pandemic in as much as the flu is a pandemic or a cold is a pandemic. It's like, it. The, these are endemic. The COVID is endemic in a lot of different countries at sort of different now on different sort of timescales on different um, patterns, right? Yeah. So I think you have to, you have to move on. I don't Yeah. Well, I think yeah. that's... But then I guess, I guess American anxiety makes sense because of their fucking insane health system. Yeah, it makes sense. They'd be more nervous than us. It's the same way why um, Americans think that Brits are very like uh, nosy on various health issues and uh, of like like uh, well, if you want to be a smoker or obese, it's uh, you're right. And it's like yeah, but in the UK, everyone else is paying for it, so they feel like they have a right to say stop it. Right, 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 right. Yes, that's the difference. Whereas in America, it's a country where it's like oh, you get to you know, it's your your business, you know you do what you want then there's this massive emphasis i guess also like yeah do they do they not have like a central body just saying chill out it's just everyone well, that's the cdc right yeah but maybe they just don't um, trust it hmm. yeah also i don't think the cdc is saying everyone can chill out now although you do know who is who has chilled out who's chilled without out without saying anything about it china They've China started to, um, so it's no longer um, in Beijing. You don't need a negative PCR test to go on public transport. That's right. You needed a negative test to go on public transport, Pierre. Um, That's fucking. And they're starting to and they're starting to reopen some cinemas and theaters in some of the cities, um, but they're not. They've not made any announcement about it. They just quietly. They're quietly letting people, giving people a bit of freedom, which is extraordinary because what it means is all those protests worked. So now it's starting, now people in China, it's apparently it's like a bit of a joke among people in China now that, oh, protests work. Oh. It's, yeah. It's hmm. interesting. I, I wonder if this is, you know, it'd be interesting to see if the protesters go, all right then. Well, thank you very much. We'll, we'll continue to be. Um, loyal citizens now or if well, they I did see a good tweet or, or commentary on it which was saying that like what people in the west don't understand is that the protests aren't down with the Chinese Communist Party it's the protests are 
hey, Chinese Communist Party, give us a hand here. Come on. Be cool. Yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of it was made of some protesters saying down with Xi Jinping, sat down with the Chinese Communist Party. But I think that was only like one or two places. Like that was as extreme as it got. Mostly it was stop. Uh, zero COVID isn't working. We need to get. We need to stop zero COVID. So if they do loosen up, then maybe, maybe everything calms down. Yeah, I think that must be it. Where they, you just like, you give you gave away a, just a little, just a little, just a little release of pressure, and then everyone goes, oh, and, and you know, you can go to the mall again or whatever, and it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but interesting to see. Interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, I wonder. Like also in Iran, you know, they've disbanded the uh, they've disbanded the morality police. They're disbanding the morality police. Well, see, I I saw that, but I I, I saw that it was like um um it, it the department that announced it isn't the department that runs it. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like yeah, it was an unofficial announcement, wasn't it? But also like it was from the wrong department. So it was like if the Department for Health said, um, it, there are no more immigration restrictions. We're disbanding the border force. <laughs> it's like well, yeah, you know, you haven't really said that. So uh, there were some theories online that it was just a bit of like um, you know, like running it up the flagpole and seeing how people reacted. And and maybe like stopping right. a lot of the protests just through the f- surprisingness of the announcement. Right. Okay. Okay. Mm. Or at hmm. at most dramatically possible, most dramatic possible option. I'm saying, um, one faction of the government trying to pu- pressure another faction of the government into doing something by just saying they're going to do it. That seems pretty bold. It's very bold, but I mean, the the, the 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 shit's been going on for what, like weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks now, right? Yeah. So maybe <laughs> someone just went, well, fuck this. I'm just going to announce that they're binning them and I never liked them anyway. So interesting. maybe they'll just go, oh, shit, everyone's really pleased about that fake announcement. Now we kind of have to do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh how gosh i hope the world gets better pierre (laughs) i hope the world gets better yeah man what what kind of fake announcement would be just just pleasing enough but not so damaging to you that you would have to you would feel obliged to to do it to follow through right okay um i was just thinking if someone said like phil wang is going to run a marathon for charity (laughs) <laughs> and then and then I thought I thought no I'd I'd easily say sorry guys this is a mistake this isn't happening I'd easily do that Oh really <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't blink about that yeah <laughs> Um well we were discussing earlier how you're Dr No I am Dr No I say I'm I'm very good to say at saying no to things I say no to most things Um Oh I don't think there's anything that i couldn't go sorry guys i was wrong don't know where that came from or i just more my my i what i do is i just don't comment on things i just wait till people move on and forget which which happens every time so i um hmm. well i mean i end up like doing gigs that i sort of regret putting in but it's too yeah so if, if people are coming i hate letting people down really so if People coming to something expecting me to be there, I will be there, even if I like I don't want to be there. Yes, so that's that kind of thing. 
Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so that could work. So if someone did a big tweet announcement of that nature, you'd go, you'd kind of go, but you'd be stuck. <laughs> yeah, 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 probably. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, bear, who, I'll bear that oh. in mind. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, the, oh, the who's even on to... Well, people don't really use Twitter anymore, but for anyone who... Uh, I, I, may, I don't know if this is too online a thing to talk about, but how embarrassed are all the people who said, well, it looks like Twitter's ending, guys. Um, go on Mastodon and follow me on Mastodon. And then, like, yeah. they went and set up Mastodon accounts and... Look, looky, looky, there's no difference. Nope. Twitter's still around and they're still on it. There's a few more Nazis on, but there were never no Nazis on. It's Twitter, everyone. Those people are such dweebs, the whole... <laughs> Twitter's over, everyone, find me a master. No, shut up. No, they're not. No, you're not. <laughs> no one's doing fucking anything. No one's doing shit. You're not doing shit. All, There's the same. Yeah, they're the same people who who posted that uh, that legal disclaimer on Facebook five years ago. Yeah, that said all the all their photos were private, were personal property. That was embarrassing, and it's the same people now. <laughs> it was like a whole bunch of alcoholics where, like, you put a pint costs four pound fifty instead of four pound, and they'll go, "Whoa, I'm gonna not come back here." Yeah, <laughs> and the next day, look who's shambling into the pub. Uh, um, we should do some Corrispone Don'ts from our VIPs, Phil. Yes, Vipco. It's time for Vipco, the company you can trust. We've got a message. That was the start from... of the Harry Potter theme. It's time for Vipco. Da, 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 oh. And it's it's does that count as a Christmas film? It's very Christmassy. Yeah, I think it's a Christmas film. Snow and so forth. Um, the correspondence is magic. from Kenny. Kenny, Kenny, our Frenny. Yeah, Kenny is our Frenny. He says, "Greetings, Philip de Toilet and Pierre Apparent." Okay, and Pierre Apparent is heir apparent, right? Yeah. What's Philip de Toilet? I'm not sure. Is this someone Philip de to- Philip du Toy? Mm. Is this South African du Toy? Mm. Toilet. Mm. Um, yeah, confused there. Uh, he sent us a thing about merch, but because Patreon fucked up the merch, guys, we don't do anything. It's all Patreon, so if you have any issues, do contact them. I've I've helped a few people through messages, but but mainly we're sort of powerlessly prodding Patreon as well. PPP powerlessly prodding Patreon. Mm. Um, so. Kenny says, jokes aside, I'm a massive fan of you both. I made the pilgrimage to the Edinburgh Fringe from Tennessee. Fucking hell, Kenny. Kenny. Good work. Hoo boy. I was fully expecting like Cornwall. No. Yeah, Tennessee is next level. Tennessee. Would you do the Tennessee Fringe? I'd love to do that. I'd love to. Yeah, I'd love to go to Tennessee. Yeah. And eat some grits. That'd be cool. <laughs> Um, some barbecue sauce and yeah that'd be great that'd be cool I made the pilgrimage from Tennessee to the fringe with my girlfriend who's from Edinburgh and just had to attend her mum's wedding <laughs> thus keeping me from attending Phil's shows <gasps> blast blast and damn he says uh, however Pierre's was easily the best show I saw I might be biased but I mean it genuinely thank you Kenny that's very kind 
There you um, go. There you go. Come see me on tour. Uh, Kenny says, I lived out a bucket list item in muttering Koji to you in person as I did the ceremonial walk from the loo to my seat before the show began. If you recall the tale from early episodes many moons ago, I was the Florida boy who mailed his shit on a dare only to have it sit in the sun for a week. Yeah. Oh gosh, this is going way back. That's way back. Yeah, he posted it, but it 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 ended up just sitting in someone's house, <laughs> or like in someone's mailbox. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Now. So arrogant yes. was I that I thought you might feel the stinky swamp energy from me as I sat in the second row wearing a floral Hawaiian shirt. Surprisingly, it didn't come up in the show, though my girlfriend's sister and friend who I dragged along had no choice uh, but to as I previously regaled them with my crowning achievement. Oh, I write the, the the email thing. Luckily, they thoroughly enjoyed it. My plops were not in vain. We all sincerely hope you shoot and release that show as a special at some point. I will be trying to do that. Um, as we couldn't do your work any justice trying to explain the show, uh, for some reason, the fishblood anecdote's not the easiest thing to recount. Koji Kenny. Thank you, Kenny. <laughs> That's very, very kind of you. And thank you for coming all the way from Tennessee for, uh, well, for your partner's mum's wedding, but also to the Fringe. Lovely. What a lovely trip. Tennessee, really nice. Edinburgh. How far? I'm going to look up Tennessee, see how far it is actually from. It's it's pretty it's pretty inland, isn't it? I think it has. Whoa, a... that is so inland. Yeah, it's got mountains. I think it's um it's landlocked. It's the yeah, Appalachian. It, it's got some Appalachians there. I think. What's what's an Appalachian? No, a particular oh, mountain range associated range. with sort of hillbilly ah. culture, banjos. Okay, so it's sort of on the... Yeah, it's sort of central on the east side. Jesus Christ, America's big. Holy it's shit. Massive, have, you seen, yeah. have you seen how big Wyoming is? Yeah, there's no one there as well. Fucking hell, Montana. Jesus Christ, the size of Montana. Fuck. Um, Tennessee. Tennessee is comparatively... Poxy, pokey compared. Chattanooga, such great towns. Knoxville, Cookville, Knoxville, Murphy, Tennessee, Jackson, 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 Tennessee, Memphis, Memphis, Tennessee. Lovely stuff. Oh, charming. There's a place called Pigeon Forge. What a great name. Athens, P- Pigeon Athens, Forge, Tennessee. Pigeon Forge, like the place where you <laughs> make pigeons. That's where they all come from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Pigeon Forge. Uh, Man, there's a Manchester, of course. Um, oh, there's a Shelbyville. Oh, great. There's a Camden. It's always weird to see like a London borough that's a, a, sh- a full city in America. There's a Shelbyville. There's a Shelbyville in Tennessee. Oh God! Yeah. I sort of thought they made it up. Fair enough. Well, cause I, it's the joke that there's, there are many Springfields. I think there's in one in almost every state, yeah. Right, right, right. So, yeah, maybe there are a couple of Shelbyvilles as well. Um, I That's very interesting. Yeah, it's funny to imagine that like, the Camden in Tennessee still has, like, punks and fucking, like, weed shirts and stuff in it. <laughs> um, we, should go to, we should go to Tennessee, Nashville. Cool. That would be sick, actually. Um, we have another sweet little message. Do we have time? It's, it deserves. Yeah, we have we have time from Carl. Not like a minute, Carl. Mm. Um, our Yarl. Yeah, our Yarl Carl. Yarl Carl. Like a, a Nordic sort of 
not a king. What is what, an like earl? A tribal leader? An earl? An earl. It's where we get the word earl from. Actually, it's roughly equivalent gotcha. to a duke, though. Nice. Um, well, it's kind of where we get the. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Let's not go down that rabbit hole, Phil. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, Carl says, Dear Soggy Bottom Boys. Nice. Mm-hmm. Carl that's says, Podbud um, Pistorian here with a seen, tell. Uh, oh, sorry. That, I mean, that's just off of. Uh, what's it? Uh, Take off. No, it's. it's um, um, oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? That's the name of the singing, the group they when they sing. Ah, said farewell to old Kentucky, the place where I was born and bred. They, they, they're called the Sog- Soggy Bottom Boys. Oh, right. Unless that's a reference to something else. It's well, a great movie. Oh, brother, are they? Uh, Amazing. Coen Brothers. Oh, very good. I wonder if you meant it that or a Bake Off thing about just having wet bums. Yeah, yeah. all that. Probably that. So Carl says, Podbud Pistorian here with a tale from my childhood so horrifying, I've never shared it with a living soul. <laughs> good stuff I was about ten at the time living in a London suburb with my parents and two siblings as with many epic stories it all started with a dream <laughs> in the dream I was standing at the top of the stairs of the family home there was the faint noise of a babysitter watching television downstairs but an eerie silence swept the house otherwise then mm. what appeared to be a pile of mud on the landing at the top of the stairs caught my eye Hmm. Upon further inspection, the pile of mud was not initially what it seemed. It was, in fact, a pile of poo. Mm. Impressively formed Mr. Hankey-style mini Yule logs. Ah. Yeah. The dream had taken a turn for the worse. The dream became an excruciatingly repetitive nightmare where I felt trapped, the type I now only have when I'm particularly hungover. The repetitive act in the dream was taking the perfectly formed Christmas poos from the landing to the bathroom. Yes. I've been having dreams like this. So frustration dreams. Yeah. Looping. Looping dreams, yes. Yeah. So he takes him to the bathroom. To make matters worse, there was a nurekabe, an invisible ghost wall. Ghost wall? Yeah. Have I mentioned this on this podcast, a Japanese ghost wall? I think you did, yeah. Yeah, it just pops up and blocks you away. Yeah, so he says, There was a nurikabe, an invisible ghost wall, stopping me from getting to the toilet to dispose of the pooey mess. So in my frustration, I had decided the best course of action was to dispose of the feces in the sink. As you may expect, this was not the type of excrement that would easily wash down the sink, so I had to waffle stomp the mess with my bare hands (laughs) to force it down the plug hole. Yeah, I I've been having dream. I have dreams like this. Not exactly this, but just sort of frustrating. Ah, oh, for God's sake! Why can't I just <laughs> back dreams. and forth from the landing to the bathroom? I went, taking one Hankian bum truffle at a time. Bum truffle, Hankian. The process uh, continued for what felt like an eternity, and then thankfully the dream suddenly ended. Yeah. As I gently awoke from this deepest of sleeps with the sun peeping through my curtains, I had that amazing feeling of relief that it was all a dream. As my eyes adjusted to the morning light, two shadowy figures at the end of my bed came into focus. It was my parents, and they had a look of horror and disbelief on their faces I'd never previously encountered. It was not a dream. What? Mmm. This particular story took place... During the few years of my childhood, while well, I became a regular sleepwalker. Oh, Lord. Oh, no. I must have inexplicably emptied my young putrid bowels while sleepwalking. 
and perhaps the foul smell took me into a semi-conscious dream state where I was seemingly conscious enough to know the pile of excrement didn't belong in the hallway, but asleep enough to casually push turd after turd down the bathroom sink. Oh, my God. (laughs) Horrible. Oh, God. Oh, my word. Wow. Wow. What a what a demon child he, he must have looked like. Yeah. Wow. My parents were surprisingly nice about the whole thing, but perhaps it was a prolonged state of shock. I don't know whether my parents or the babysitter found the mess, but I can only assume the cleanup operation would have taken some time. After a very long bath, the incident was then buried deep inside my psyche. However, after I began listening to Bud Pod, it rose to the surface of my consciousness, very much like the fecal matter rose to the surface of the bath on that fateful day. Hmm. Um, (laughs) both my girlfriend and brother are regular listeners and I've never been able to bring myself to tell them this story but they do know that I'm writing in oh no way (laughs) (laughs) what a way to tell them if you're hearing this I'm already dead (laughs) 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 yes I like this yes Mm. please use BudPod to To say the things to your loved ones, you cannot find any other way to, of saying. Yeah. There's things you cannot bring yourself to say. We will say them for you. We will. We will. Um, but they do For know a I'm, price. For a price. They do, they do know I'm writing in. I thought Pierre may do the story more justice than I. I'm also hopeful the sharing of the story will work as a confession. And I'm actually feeling better about the whole thing already. Um, <laughs> P.S. We exchanged a discreet Koji as I walked past you after you performed at the Sam Brooks Brewery recently. Both you and Phil were great that night, Koji Carl. Thank you, Carl. That's very kind. Oh, yes. How's a good gig? That was a nice gig. Um, very nice. Thank you, Carl, for that. That was an excellent way to Thanks, end the Carl. pod. Yeah, lovely, lovely, lovely end to the pod. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for being Patreons, especially. Yep. You're the, the creme de la creme. Yeah. Um, and have a, have a good week. Uh have a good time. Have a nice time. I'm going have to a good go week, and guys. nap. Try and catch up. Yes, get um, some sleep, boy. But thank you. But until then, bye-bye. Bye.